Today we're having a look at Psalm 93. Moses actually is the author, uh, not David this time, Moses of Psalms 90 to 93. And uh, let's pray. Father, thank you for all that you do and all that you are to us, through us and in spite of us. As you were with Moses, Lord, so you are with us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, Psalm 93, verse 1. The Lord reigns. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed. He has girded himself with strength. Surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. So the Lord is, is ready. He's ready to go. He's out of bed, if you will, that sort of thing. <laughs> and he's girded himself. He's ready for the day. He's ready to go. The Lord is ready willing and able to perform his will anytime, any place, anywhere in the world, anytime, anyone is willing. It's, God's not the problem. If there's a problem and there's an obstacle that's not moving, God's not the problem. Could be somebody else, might be ourselves even. But God, he is ready to go. And he is ready to bring salvation and deliverance into our lives and into all situations. So just repeating the last half of verse one, surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. Isaiah chapter 59, verses one and two. Isaiah 59, verses one and two. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor is his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. See, it's not the Lord, it's us that does the separating and walks away and throws our hands up, and we've had enough, and, and, but no, God's in it, and he's ready to go. Anytime we're ready to do it his way, he's there to get it done. Maybe sometimes our problem is we want him to do it our way. Verse 2 of Psalm 93. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. Amen. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1 and verse 8. The book of Revelation. I love verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow. Nothing more? No. You know, sometimes we look at the book or people study the book and they keep looking for when the Lord's going to return. He is absolutely going to return. And we should absolutely be ready for that. But knowing when that's going to happen is not going to quicken it. It's not going to... And, and good heavens, hopefully we're not just living and so when we know he's going to show up, we suddenly get ready. No, we need to live ready all the time. The revelation of Jesus Christ, not just of when we think he may be returning. And verse eight, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So it speaks of end times, absolutely. But that's not what it's all about, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty, the faithful one, the faithful one. He's always faithful through all of these times and all of these happenings. He's who is, not, not just who was, but also who was 
and who is to come. Yes, beautiful. He's the great I am. That's how he described it to Moses. Well, who shall I say sent me? Just tell him I am sent you. Wow. That means we don't have to go anywhere to find him. It means he's always been every place that we're about to go to. He has us surrounded and it's a beautiful, um, beautiful experience in, this, in the midst of trials and all sorts of other things to know his presence. Personally, if I know that God is here or if he's where I'm going, I'm fine. If I suspect he isn't, either I'm going in the wrong direction or he just, uh, whatever it might be, I'm, I'm a little anxious. But when I know he's going to be there, I'm okay. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. So why does he say this? Well, it's interesting Psalm this one because it parallels Psalm 2 that David wrote. And so David and Moses serve the same God. And so the same kind of things they're seeing about the world. So going on in verse 3, the floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods have lifted up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, than the mighty waves of the sea. So the floods, the waves, the many waters, the sea, are symbolic of turmoil. And this places this, this psalm right alongside of Psalm 2. And why, like where it said at that time when we went to that when we went through that one together, why do the nations rage against God? Remember, we read that psalm and that said that the Lord laughs at the nations. Why do the nations keep insisting that God is their servant? It doesn't work that way. It's the other way around. The Lord who established everything, the Lord who said, into the darkness, let there be light. This is the one. This is the one they're speaking of here. And he doesn't move just because Men want it to be different. He's got a plan. It's a great plan, better than any man has ever imagined. And he's the only one that can pull it off. Verse five, your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house, O Lord, forever. Wow, holiness adorns your house, O Lord, forever. Holiness, perfectness, absolute. Yes, nothing left out, nothing to be added. This is who he is. This is who looks after us. This is who surrounds us and wants us to know that. And I was thinking of, of Moses who wrote this. <laughs> He's the one who brought the Ten Commandments from off the mount and he did it twice because they were not worthy of it the first time. They were idol worshiping when he got down there, so he broke the tablets. And so, so what happened? Did God change his mind and have a different plan? No, Moses, come back up the mountain. We'll make him again. Exactly the same as we made him the first time. Yeah, he's not about playing around or being unsure. And in our moments of unsureness and trepidation, we need to have Psalms like this. We can read them and we can be affirmed by them. Psalm 23, the third verse. So when we need it, this is, this is, which is often, this is a good verse. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Not for me, not for my glory, for his name's sake. 
That's why, without fail now, ever since I've been preaching, he's always shown up because it's for his name's sake. And if he doesn't show up, I'm going to embarrass myself, probably embarrass him and maybe hurt a lot of people. So he leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Takes the load off. I don't have to worry about myself. May you have a day in which you're not worried. Lord, bless and keep you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.